1: Listening to What a Word from the Lord Radio Show.
0: Good evening. We have you in the world listening to this radio broadcast. Stevie B's Media Production presents What a Word from the Lord Radio Show. I'm your host, Steve R. Butler, and this radio show is being broadcast from Stevie B. Media Production at the Carolina Studio in the great state of North Carolina. Ladies and gentlemen, we are just so grateful for the privilege to be able to bring you a program where we as Christians and members of the Churches of Christ can share our faith and preach and teach the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ on a weekly basis. If you'd like to contact us while we're on the air this evening, just give me a call to the live show at 713-955-0508. Or if you just want to go to the Blog Talk Radio website and listen to the show live, you can go to uh, that website and you will see there's over 1,800 live shows on Blog Talk Radio at this hour. And you will find this show here tonight on page 1. Of that website. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I really wasn't paying attention to that website. I've been on the air going on seven years now and all I was doing was giving out the phone number to the website and I mean to the show and I was sending the leak the link on social media but I never really paid attention to that website and one of my friends brought it to my attention and said, Hey man, I found your show live on Blog Talk Radio and it has consistently been on the first few pages of that website. So we thank God for that I don't know what the criteria is, but uh George G was on my show Friday this last Friday night and he was telling me that the criteria is God's criteria to go to all the world and preach the gospel to every creature that's what we're doing with social media on with this program on the website and it's on social media being broadcast all over the world so people have access to this radio show. So we're just grateful for that. If you have any questions or comments for any of my special guests on this broadcast or my co-hosts on this show, you can send your emails to my new email address, butlersteve1009 at yahoo.com or you can call Stevie B's Mini Production at the Carolina Studio at nine one zero four nine one six four zero five. Now again, this program is brought to you by members of the Churches of Christ. And if you need any assistance in locating the congregation in your area, please feel free to contact us. Now, folks, get out your Bibles and stand along with us here on What A Word From The Lord Radio Show.
1: You are listening to What A Word From The Lord Radio Show.
0: Before we go into our program for this evening, I would ask that you would bow with me in a word of prayer that we may thank God for this opportunity. Our most kind, gracious, loving, heavenly Father, the Father, Lord, and Savior, Jesus Christ, Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for allowing us to go through the various activities of the day and placing it on our hearts that we are on this broadcast and we are prepared now to present a portion of your holy and divine word. Father, we pray that you will be with my co-host Ison Mullins and my special guest speaker, Kelvin Weathers, as they break unto our listeners the bread of life. And also my special guest in the community corner, Lysandra Thomas, as she serves our community with her various talents and gifts to uplift our neighbors. We just pray that you would bless them and their families that support their efforts as well. We pray that you would be with our listeners who are tuning in this radio broadcast via Blog Talk Radio as well as through social media. We pray that they may listen well, that they may consider their eternal stance before you, and their, their hearts may be pricked. And it will cause them to ask the question, what must I do? to be saved. Father, we thank you so much for sending the only begotten Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. We're just so grateful for his precious sacrifice on Calvary's cross. We recognize that without such a sacrifice we would not have a hope of eternal life. Father, even now we ask you to forgive us for the transgressions of our own heart. We know our flesh is weak and we often fall short of thy will. Father, we pray that you will continue to bless us and keep us in love all the days of our lives and that we have been faithful until death. Father, we pray that you will save us. For it's in Christ's name we do ask it all. Amen.
1: You are listening to What a Word from the Lord Radio Show.
0: In the first segment, my special guest speaker is Kelvin Weathers. He serves as the associate minister for the South Union Church of Christ in Houston, Texas. Looking forward to his proclamation of the gospel of Christ. And in the community corner segment, my special guest is Lysandra Thomas. She's from Greensboro, North Carolina. She's a screenwriter, director, and filmmaker. So we're looking forward to talking to her on the program. And in the last segment, my co-host Isaac Mullis, He serves with the Church of Christ in Cary, North Carolina. He'll be making his proclamation of the gospel of Christ to close out the show. So open up your Bibles and open your minds and let's have a great show after the break. The next one should be that of my special guest speaker, Kelvin Weathers. Enjoy the show.
1: You're listening to What a Word from the Lord Radio Show. Mm-hmm.
2: Nothing is moving, ain't nothing inside, but God is busy with his master plan.
1: to What a word from the Lord radio show. Give your attention to the proclamation of the gospel of Jesus Christ.
0: Now my special guest speaker, Kevin Weathers, and his subject, Before and After.
3: Thank you, Stevie B. And it's a pleasure to be a part of the uh, broadcast, a part of this worldwide audience. And thank you for your listening ears and th- taking the time on this midweek on Tuesday to devote yourselves to spiritual encouragement and enlightenment and edification. It's a blessing to be a part of this and thankful to be able to share. I'm going to go to the book of Ephesians uh tonight for uh for a short time in Ephesians chapter two and we want to look at unity in Christ under the subject before and after. But the subject of before and after When we look at the text in Ephesians chapter 2, there's going to be a contrast to what believers were before obeying the gospel and after obeying the gospel of Jesus Christ, before being in darkness and in the marvelous light, before being aliens and to now being accepted, to before being ostracized, to after being uh, acknowledged, to being welcomed in by god god has always loved mankind god has always wanted the best for us but we once were enemies of god we once if you're not in christ one person a person is outside of the ark of safety and so it says in ephesians 2 beginning at verse number 11 so then remember that at one time you were gentiles in the flesh called the uncircumcised by those called the circumcised, which is done in the flesh by human hands, that at at that time you were without the Messiah, excluded from the citizenship of Israel, and foreigners to the covenants of promise, without hope and without God in the world. But now, verse 13 of Ephesians chapter 2, in Christ Jesus, And I want to park right there for a second. It makes all the difference in the world, two words, in Christ. In Christ makes all, it it is a, a big difference being in Christ or out of Christ. Being in Christ, being in communion with God, being in Jesus Christ, being in the Messiah, to having uh, accepted what the God, God has said, have, having given themse- given oneself to Christ, or being out of Christ. He says, "But now in Christ Jesus, you who were far away, have been brought near by the blood of the Messiah. For he is our peace, who has made both groups one, and tore down the dividing wall of hostility in his flesh." He made of no effect the law consisting of commands and expressed in regulations so that he might create in himself one new man from the two resulting in peace. And I could go down to verse 22, which really is one real thought of this this text. But I want to look at the fact of the saints at Ephesus, the Ephesians, the Christians there once were dead in trespasses. They were, they were aliens, they were strangers, they were uh, dead men walking and dead women walking, so to speak. They were literally separated from God because of sin. Even though he is talking to a group of individuals who now have all spiritual blessings, he's talking to a group who have been sealed with the Holy Spirit. He's talking to those who... that. He prayed that they be enlightened. He's talking to those who God's power through Christ that was demonstrated by raising Jesus is now in them through being in Christ, through having the Holy Spirit. He doesn't want them to forget where they came from. And it always pays not to forget where you come from no matter what it is in life, never get to the place where you forget from where you started. Not wallowing in where you started, but not not thinking you're better than where you came from. If you started from the bottom, some would say, now you're here. If you started from the projects and now you're in in the in the estates you moved on up as it says in the jeffersons and to the east side of the other side of town if you've gone to a higher level don't ever forget where you came from don't ever forget what you used to where you you used to be and where you you, you progressed to uh as far as that goes as far as your success and your material attainment but he doesn't want the saints at ephesus to forget their spiritual, or where they were, where they they were, the state that they were in, the place where they were in, they were Gentiles in the flesh. Now, Gentiles in the Bible traditionally was meaning a non-Jew, according to Matthew chapter seven verse forty-seven, but also it would it would to, to dress it would progress to mean one who was a non-Christian. And if you are out there, you and I, all of us, before we are children of God, are Gentiles. We are not Jews. We are Gentiles. And so he's talking to Gentiles. He's talking to those who were separated from God physically, morally. They were separated. They they didn't have any knowledge of Christ. They had no rights in God's family and they were not recipients of God's covenant. God's covenant originally went to the, you know, in Romans chapter 1 it even says the gospel was first to the Jew and also to the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. So they were hopeless. They had no reason to, there was no purpose, there was no direction, there was no no reason for them to exist but thank God of being in Christ Jesus thank God for the blood of Christ thank God for the grace of God thank God for the richness of his mercy, thank God for the love and the the long suffering that he was not willing that any should perish that all should come to repentance thank God that While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And so he says, but now in Christ. And the question is, really, I have to say right now, how does one get into Christ? The way to get into Christ is being baptized into Christ. The only way to get into Christ and to be in Christ is to be in his body. To be in Christ is to be in communion with Him, to be in connection with Him, to be in Christ Jesus. Uh, there's no voting to get your way into Christ. There's no paying to get your way into Christ. There's no praying to get your way into Christ. There's there's no uh, special kind of ceremony to get your way into – a special kind of ceremony in the sense of uh, uh, uh like you being going in sorority or fraternity, you don't cross over in that sense. You, you're you born, you're baptized into Christ. And he says to those who are in Christ, according to Acts 19, uh, 1 through about 7, and those who have been baptized into Christ, he says, now in Christ Jesus, you who were once far away are now brought near by the blood. So when I think about, The state of the Ephesians before being in Christ, excluded, but now they're included. Before, and when we think about this, and let me slow down and say this, when you think about before and after, many times individuals love to highlight before and after, highlighting before I once was, uh, I, I had an addiction, but look at me now. Before I was overweight, but after, look at me now. Before I I had some problems in my life, but now look at the change that has been made. When we think of before and after, many times that is what is highlighted. But what he is saying is that this strong transitional phrase Paul uses, but now, it points to a new relationship. And I don't know who I'm speaking to tonight, but we all need this new relationship in Christ. He's saying that they no longer were in their alienated state. They now know Christ, and they're able to take part in God's covenant blessings and hope and fellowship with God. This remarkable turnaround. It's, this is a remarkable turnaround. God can... Can can do something brand new. He can turn things around remarkably. This remarkable turnaround took place in Jesus Christ. It took place in the one who is the Son of God. It took place in the lily of the valley. It took place in the bright and the morning star, the rose of Sharon, the captain of 10,000. It took place in Christ Jesus. According to Galatians chapter 3, verse number 26 through 28, the Bible says, Now you are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free, neither male or female. But if you are is, Christ, Christ in apostrophe is that signifies that they be, you belong to Christ, that he's uh, that your Christ is, then are you know, Abraham's seed, and you are heirs according to the promise. So when I look at this, this whole Ephesians two verse eleven through twenty two points to reconciliation, reconciliation. God, through Jesus Christ, He took out of the way what was separating Jew and Gentiles. There was a there was a, a wall. Uh, I think about even many years ago, there was something called the Berlin Wall that was a barrier or something that kept people out. Uh, and there's many walls of uh, separation that we have, even in our society. We have a lot of walls that divide people, sexism and racism and other things that divide people. But there was a wall that separated Jew and Gentile. And he said it was a dividing wall of hostility. That wall of separation was the law of commandments contained in ordinances. But according to the writer in Colossians, it it said that it was taken out of the way and nailed to the cross. That dividing wall of hostility that separated Jew and Gentile was broken down by the blood of Christ when the when the New Testament was inaugurated when Christ shed his blood when he when he when he inaugurated the new covenant that dividing wall that separated Jew and Gentile was taken out of the way and so he took that wall of separation so that now. The Gentiles could be fellow heirs and citizens with God, and and co-heirs with Jesus Christ, and co-heirs with one another. And so He says that Christ is our peace. Thank God that He's our peace, and thank God that we can be one in Jesus Christ. God wants He doesn't He doesn't want us to be separated by race separated by religion, separated by uh, denominations, or be separated in any way. He wants us to be one. Jesus prayed that we all be one, and he tore down that. He made no effect that law. And, and so then it says, it goes on to say, he, he did this that he might reconcile us both to God in one body. But also after this recon, this reconciliation, he wants to restore the original purpose that God had for man. God's plan was that man, man be in paradise, man, I've even, uh, man, you know, back in the Eden, and a man can, can have this paradise. And the the purpose was that when he tore down this wall and he preached the good news, that we would be restored, that we would have that they would have access by one spirit to the Father. Notice it says in Ephesians 2, 16, he did this that he might reconcile both to God in one body through the cross and put the hostility to death by it. When the Messiah came, he proclaimed the good news of peace to you who were far away and peace to those who were near. For through him we both have access by one spirit to the Father so that you are no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with the saints and members of God's household. And notice here, he's going to point to the church. He's going to point to the church of Christ. He says, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, with Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. In 1 Corinthians chapter 12, it talks about, that some were placed first in the church, and talks about apostles and prophets. And it talks about this, and it talks about uh, that God's desire was that the church be built upon as the foundation of the apostles and the prophets. The whole building being put together by him grows into a holy sanctuary in the Lord. You also are being built together for God's dwelling in the Spirit. Now, he's not talking about the church being a physical building, but he's talking about that the saints, when we as saints of God are in Christ Jesus, when we are in the body of Christ, when we're in the church of Christ, when we've been born again, when we have o- obeyed the gospel of Christ. Now, some don't like the term necessarily obeying the gospel. They don't like that word. But the fact is that when we have come to know, God, that we're in Christ Jesus, that we have completed our obedience in baptism, then we're in Christ. And when we're in Christ, now we are being built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets. In, in Ephesians chapter 1, Paul would say, he's talking about Christ. He said, I pray that your perception, the perception of your mind may be enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling one of the glorious riches of his inheritance among the saints, and was the immeasurable greatness of his power to us who believe, according to the working of his vast strength. He demonstrated his power in the Messiah by raising him from the dead and seating him at his right hand in the heavens, far above every ruler and authority, power and dominion, every title given, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. He put everything under his feet and appointed him as head over everything for the church. So the church, now there's a lot more to this. This is not just all. uh, There's more to this than just the church. But I want to emphasize that he gave himself over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him, which fills all things in every way, all in all according to KJP. So in Ephesians 3.21, it says, Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we ask or think, according to the power that were within us, to him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all, all throughout Ephesians, you see the church. So that's, there. there's the church is highlighted. And so when one is in Christ and he's, he's done biblically what a person should do to be in Christ, he's put in his church. He's put in his body. He or she is put in the body of Christ, the church of Christ. And so we can have a remarkable turnaround when we're in Jesus Christ. We can go from darkness to the marvelous light. We can go from despair to delight. We can go from destitution to... Restitution, we can go from out to in, we can go from the outhouse to the penthouse, so to speak, when we're in Christ Jesus. Now that's not all that we have to do to grow with God. well, you understand I believe that we you just don't get in Christ and believe that once you're in Christ, I can just rest and do nothing and sit on my laurels and 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 you know, turn up and smoke weed and drink and 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 well, let me. I, I'm not getting off track here, but but the point is that when you're in Christ Jesus, you you continue to grow, you continue to progress, you continue to add to your faith and love and virtue and knowledge and temperance and godliness and self-control. But the great thing about being in Christ is that He forgives. All my trespasses, He forgive His love is He forgives as far the east He He hides my transgressions as far as the east to the west. I'm so glad that now that I'm in Christ, the things I did when I was young, the reckless decisions, the bad choices I made, the the fornication, the the, the, the immorality, the adultery, the, the gossiping, the backbiting, the, the things I did before I was in Christ Jesus. Now that I'm in Christ, all of my sins are forgiven. Hallelujah. I'm in Christ. I'm a new creation. Anyway, and in closing, we now, when those who are in Christ are now been given, a ministry, been given a ministry of reconciliation. Now, I could, if you want to take something from this, you can look at this. You can look at reconciliation in our text. You can look at restoration. You can look at restitution, how that we've been restored and we've been reconciled. God has, you know, reinstated us. But he's given us a ministry. According to 2 Corinthians chapter 5, he says from now on, verse 16, we do not know anyone in a purely human way, even if we have known Christ in a purely human way, yet now we no longer know him in this way. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away, and look, new things have come. Everything is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us he's talking to he's talking to believers he gave us the ministry of reconciliation that is in Christ God was reconciling the world to himself not counting their trespasses against them and he has committed the message of reconciliation to us those who are in Christ have a ministry no you don't have to be a part of a uh health and wellness ministry at, a, at your church or uh, if, you know, and you don't have to be a part of, now you should, you know, it's good to be in a, a ministry, benevolence. I, it's good to be in a ministry in a local congregation. There's nothing, I, I'm, I'm not de-emphasizing that or saying it's wrong. That's great. But even if you are not in a particular ministry at a local congregation, all of us have been given a ministry when we are in Jesus Christ. He's given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, He's he wants us to be the, the mouthpiece for God. spokesman. tell every, tell people about the goodness. When people talk about their, you know, I've I thought about even putting it out there, some individuals highlight their before and after, and they talk about, look at how I, you know, look at my weight change and my weight. I, I've thought about saying, this is wonderful that you were the way you were before, and now how you are after, but I know something about someone who can change your state from before a sinner to after a saint, to before messed up in the mind, to after, to be in a, a hole in your right mind. I know somebody can take depression and turn it around, that can take issues and turn them around, that can take No purpose can turn it around. No focus can turn it around. I know someone named Jesus that can turn your life upside, can turn your life right side up. And he's given us the ministry of reconciliation. He says everything is from God, 2 Corinthians 5.18, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That is in Christ. God was reconciling the world to himself. Now, I read that before, so I'm going to go to the next verse. Therefore, notice this. Not only this, he says we've been given a ministry, but we are now ambassadors. We are ambassadors for Christ. Certain that God is appealing through us. We plead on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. He made the one who did not know sin to be sin for us, so that we might become the righteousness of God in him. He's given us a ministry. He's made us ambassadors. Lord, have mercy. We are now God's representatives. We are God's spokesman. When we are in Christ, we are ambassadors for Jesus Christ. Boy, I'm, I'm somebody special. I'm royal. I'm chosen. I'm peculiar. I should show forth the praises of him who called me out of darkness into his marvelous light. You need to, if you need to be saved or if you, whatever you may need, contact the, those who are on this station and on this program. And contact them and get in touch with them, whatever it may be, prayer, Bible study, whatever. We hope this has been encouraging. We hope this has been edifying to you on this evening. May God bless you and may God keep you.
1: You're listening to What a Word from the Lord Radio Show.
2: I'm not ashamed to live for Jesus It's the best life, sure. best life, that's for sure I'm not ashamed to defend his name Cause he died for mine and yours man and your Only way I think it ought to be But we know if it's wrong or right So don't judge us by what you see on the news at night They to say a rapper been shot down It ain't the rappers putting them six feet in the ground It's the life they live The killers be killers To make the whole rap the same thing, yeah We started rapping just to say so (laughs) I want him make you see. When you give him what you got, you can gain the victory. The money closing, no money and clothes, now I really don't care. You can go on with the things that I'm trying to get up there where I can walk. Down.
1: to what a word from the lord radio show the community corner
0: ladies and gentlemen the community corner is designed to just simply tell our listeners just what products and services are being offered to them in our communities and how you can contact the various vendors for their services ladies and gentlemen you'd be surprised to know just what products and services that people have that are sitting right there among us in our congregation. And this is one of my favorite segments because we get a chance to hear just what are some of the things that people are doing around us to serve in our communities. We've had people on this show who are involved in financial services, legal services. We've had authors, college consultants, professional boxers who are done, who are involved in community service. We've had NFL players, uh, casting producers for television shows, farmers. Uh, comedians, health and wellness model. We've had just about, we, we recently had a candidate for the president of the United States on this show who's running for office in 2024 back in June. So I'm just thrilled about this segment of the broadcast. And on this evening's show in the Community Corner, my special guest is one of my home girls. She's a screenwriter, director, and filmmaker from Greensboro, North Carolina, Lysandra Thomas. Welcome to the Community Corner.
4: Well, thank you for having me, Stevie B. We've been friends for a while. Thank you. Now, before we
0: get into what it is that you are doing to serve in our community, we want to tell the story now, how me and Sandra, Lysandra, got to meet. Now, we was raised up in the same city, and yes. she knows my sister, but I didn't know Lysandra growing up. So, do you want to tell the story, <laughs> or you want me to tell it? <laughs>
4: Uh, either, either one. I, I <laughs> actually, like the way
0: you tell it. We,
4: okay, well, I'll tell it then. <laughs> we actually <laughs> met at the PX in Germany. Um, he seen my last name at the time was Butler, and his last name is Butler. So he automatically thought that we were related, especially when I said I was from High Point, and he right. was from High Point also. Right. And by the time we did a little more digging, and me and his sister, I knew Maggie, but I, I didn't know him. Um, so it was funny to find out that we had to cross waters to meet each other right. after being raised and reared in the same city of High Point, North Carolina.
0: I am excited to have you on the show. Now, recently I was on Alessandra. She does radio as well, and she has a radio program. and We'll talk about that a little bit as well. But she interviewed me on her radio yeah. show about two or three months ago and i got a yeah. chance to tell my story so now i have her on my radio show so <laughs> she can tell us her story so now why don't you tell us now you're a screenwriter director and filmmaker now tell us now what is it is that you're doing to serve in our community
4: well I'm, as you said i'm a screenwriter and filmmaker and a director um my uh my latest is in the, actually the scoring phase where they're putting music, the foliage to it, all that good stuff. So watch out for a matter of heart is uh, they're all face face films. God wakes me up in the morning or in the middle of the night. And the next thing I know, I'm writing, I'm just okay. writing. And I've been writing since I was 12, but I thought it was something that everybody knew how to do. I didn't know that this was a calling that he was pulling out of me.
5: Right.
4: Um, so um, I've, uh, i shot a documentary based on high corn as well we that that documentary received three awards um oh, wow. so it's a yeah so a lot of stuff that we're you know we're doing is to tell the stories or mm. try to paint the picture for people to see um and all my stuff are things of love of hope uh to bring hope to this dying nation uh to mm. give them something else to to believe in again you know, because you see these desperate situations or these destitute situations, and you want to do something to bring light in this, mm-hmm. in this climate that we're living in right now. So, but yes, um, so those are mostly uh, are the things that I do write about. I love writing about love, even though it may take a turn, like this one took a turn, and it's like a psych- psychological drama uh, dealing with mental illness. So, um That's one of the things that we don't like to talk about, but we need healing deliverance and to be set free from
0: Well, I did want to ask you now these films that you're making now where can my listeners see your films?
4: Okay, so the one that's in scoring. We're hoping that will be done this year and uh, We'll send it through the film festival circuit and then have a premiere for it So please stay tuned and uh, just keep your eyes out for a matter of heart um, the march on a all American city. Uh, I shot that for my good childhood friend Phyllis Bridges. I think you know Phyllis, right?
0: I don't think so. Maybe if I see her face.
4: Yeah, she's you know, so modern art.
0: I've been so far In removed high from point? High Point. I've been so far <laughs> removed from. My, I left High Point when I was eighteen years old. You know.
4: Wow, wow. Well, I did come back, and then in 2000, I came back in 2000, and then later moved to Greensboro in 2003, and it's funny, I'm packing up now. I'm oh, wow. <laughs> about to head to Charlotte. So, um, yes yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those things that you got to go, you got to go.
0: Now, you have been doing um, jazz festivals. Now, tell us about that.
4: Well, that was our first one, the Love Fest, we did uh, this year. September the 24th, and the artists were amazing. We had Karee, uh, Mm -hmm. former lead of Sounds of Blackness, who's also an attorney. So she came and tore down the house, and Brian O'Neill out of Detroit, uh, he came and he's all a multi-instrumentalist, and he tore the house up too. And then Miles uh, J, Formula, he used to sing with the YMCA, no, Village People. They used to sing the song title was YMCA. And then he was compared to a Teddy because I think Teddy was the one that brought him out as a soloist. So, yeah. So it was an amazing night. It was an electrifying night. Um, So we're planning Love Fest 2 now for 2023. Uh, Just have our hands in a bunch of things, like I said, to bring love back to this nation.
0: Now tell us about your uh, Sweet Pea Productions, the radio show that you have.
4: Okay, so Sweet Pea Production um, is the umbrella for the radio, for the films, for the TV shows, for the stage, for the books, for the clothing lines, for a lot of stuff. But the radio, Sweet Pea Radio um, is actually through WDRB Media, which is in Charlotte. We stream mm-hmm. through iHeart. Um, we stream through um, Tuned In Radio and Streamer. Now, that kind of fell in my lap. But it was a great opportunity, and I couldn't say no. It was like a no-brainer because I can, you know, look at the projects that are coming out, and I can air them myself. But then I started mm-hmm. thinking, you know me, I want to bring my friends on. I want to showcase my friends. So uh, what we did was I did a segment for Let the Community Speak, and the other segment is Let the Artist Speak. So mm-hmm. that way we can see the lives of the people that we hear on the radio or see uh, on TV or you know, in the theaters and as well as the community, sort of like what you're doing here, kind of highlighting those heroes and sheroes that the mm-hmm. national platform hasn't seen yet. Let's right. Put it that way.
0: Yeah. Well, Sandra, I am just so thrilled to have you on the show talking about what it is that you do. And and let oh, us know when your film me. drops so that my listeners can see this film. Now, Now, when it drops now, where will my listeners be able to see the film?
4: Okay, so we're looking at platform streaming platforms, but we definitely want to have a red carpet premiere. Premiere, so um, stay tuned for that. We'll give you all that uh, information when it comes. Uh, so that now, way, now when you we'll do your red,
0: let me ask you this: now when you do your red carpet premiere, do I yes. get a chance to just walk on the red carpet because I know you? <laughs> <laughs>
4: sure, Stevie. Of course, I know you now. <laughs> yeah. Yes, please. Yes, we want you to come on through. Maybe you do some interviews for us. Yeah,
0: that sounds great. That sounds great. Now, is there anything yes. else you want to leave us with that we need to know before we let you go?
4: Uh, just um, go to Um That's the website, and you'll find out everything. You can even listen to my radio shows on there. That If you missed it on Fridays that 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time um, through WDRB Media. Um, you'll also see updates for the film and any other um, events that we're having, like the Love Fest, um, things of that nature. So just stay in touch. And if you go, I'm on Instagram, Sweet Pea uh, Productions NC. I'm on Facebook, Sweet Pea Productions NC, all of those platforms, as well as uh, Lysandra Gale Thomas on LinkedIn So and Twitter as well.
0: Hey, Lysandra, thank you so much for joining us on the Community Corner. We certainly appreciate it.
4: Thank you. Thank you for having me, first of all. And I love what you're doing. And you keep doing what you're doing because I love your radio platform. This is beautiful.
0: Thank you. Now, this is just the Tuesday night. Now, you know, we got Thursday and Friday that we got to do, too. You know? I
4: know. I I love your Friday, too. That Friday is is awesome as well. Uh, Music, I tell you, it does something to us. But I love your preaching and teaching segments, too.
0: Amen. Thank you so much. Hey, God has truly blessed us. We're just grateful. And I'm glad I get a chance to uh, have people like you on the community corner, just people from all walks of life, just doing great things to serve in our community. I, I just love this segment.
4: Thank you so much, Stevie. You're just Thank amazing. You. And you keep Thank doing what you do. And I love the touring. How's that going?
0: Oh, the touring. Oh, the touring is off the chain. T- well, the touring has just started. We just started the acapella. Uh, it's an Experience Acapella. That's the name of We had to change it. We had to okay. rebrand it. Uh, we okay. kicked off in Birmingham uh, last month. So we'll be in Atlanta in November. We have two shows in Atlanta on November the 19th and the 20th at the Mode X Studio. This will be an awesome. concert, and I'm emceeing those concerts, and we'll be in, let's see, where will we be next? We'll be in uh, Papano Beach, Florida. We're going there. Then we're going to uh, Memphis, Tennessee, uh Phoenix, Arizona, Houston, Texas, Los Angeles, California, Chicago, That's and
5: awesome. back to
0: North Carolina, so we're trying to go all over the United States singing acapella gospel music, and a lot of the artists that I'm featuring will be on this tour with me quite a few of my headliners That's awesome. and I'm excited about That's that awesome. because I get to feature them on Friday I'm excited night,
2: for
0: you. yeah, I get to I'm feature you. them on Friday night and then get to you. travel with them, yeah, I'm excited yeah. i you know it gets me out of the studio on Friday night, so yeah. <laughs> I've been, Which is, you know, hey,
4: so. you have to come out sometime to do some networking yeah. and gain more followers that way too. You have an right. awesome platform and I love what you're doing. And it's hard being on this side, being interviewed when you're used to interviewing people. Right. So, right. <laughs> and I, I love mind. that the
0: idea that we was able to do two part, it's a two part statement on the sweet pea production, ladies and gentlemen, she interviewed yes. me with part one and part two. Now, so yeah. you can go to her platform and find those interviews. Uh, I had a great time on your show as well. You know, I, I always enjoyed like, it too. So. Hey, hey, sweet <laughs> Pete. Hey, hey Lysandra, you know, I love talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah.
4: And look. Look, we just let you talk too, because we want to know all about you. We want our listeners to yeah. hear what you have going on too. So that's why it's it turned into two parts, which is awesome. Yeah.
0: Now, look, now, Lord say so. I do have a book coming out this Christmas. Now, that's what I, my publisher what? told me. So we're looking forward to that okay. book being released. So it's gonna be a doozy. So we'll see, <laughs> we'll see what that's gonna be about. Hey, oh, Lysandra, yeah. thank you so much for joining us on the Community Corner this thank evening. Thank you. I appreciate it. All Thank right. You so Ladies and gentlemen, my co-host Issa Mullins from the Cary Church of Christ there is coming up next. So stay tuned for What a Word from the Lord radio show. You
1: are listening to What a Word from the Lord radio show.
3: Well, and if you miss me from singing, singing, and you can't find me
2: nowhere. Come on up Into glory Glory. I'll be singing
1: You are listening to What a Word from the Lord radio show. Give your attention to the proclamation of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now my
0: co-host Isa Mullins and his subject, After the Storm. Good evening,
6: good evening, and God bless you. Um, I want to jump right into my lesson this evening, entitled After the Storm, After the Storm. Our reference scripture for this evening will be taken from Mark chapter 4, 35 through 41. Once again, our reference scripture will come from Mark chapter 4, 35 through 41. If you have it, please follow along. That day when the evening came, he said to his disciples, Let us go over to the other side. Obey him. My brothers and my sisters, storms have the potential to shape us in several different ways, depending on how we react to them. Sometimes storms can destroy us. When we lose perspective, when we forget who calms the storm, when we give up, when we allow the storm to destroy us. Sometimes storms define us when we forget God's promise that he works all things together for our good, and we take on the victim mentality, and we begin to wallow in self-pity, rather than looking at our storm as an opportunity for God to show his faithfulness. In times like this, we can allow the storm to define us, and we can become stuck in the wake of the storm, even long after the storm has passed. Sometimes the storms can strengthen us. When we can hold on to God as our anchor in the storm, trusting in his sovereignty, believing that he finishes what he starts, and holding on to his promise that trials produce the testing of our faith, which produces perseverance. We allow the storms to strengthen us. Has anyone ever wondered how Jesus was able to sleep in a boat in the middle of a storm? We must understand that God can and God will see you through. If our eyes are on the storm, we will wonder if he still loves us. But if our eyes are on the cross we will know and we will realize that he always has and always will take care of us. He promised his peace, the very peace that allowed him to sleep through the storm because he knew who he was and whose he was. Our attitude during the storm directly impacts the outcome, even if, the, even if only the impact is on our heart. Don't think about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all that he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything that we can understand. And his peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter 4, 6 through 7. It is when we make the choice to not worry but instead pray about our needs and be thankful for all God has done that we will then experience his peace even in the middle of the storm. God will see you through. It was in realizing that that my prayer shifted from a feeble, help me, to I praise you. My brothers and sisters, storms will come into our lives as Christians in the form of a calamity or hardship of some kind. It might be a medical issue, a marital problem, a legal issue, or anything else. The list goes on and on, but there are two kinds of storms a believer will face. First, there are perfecting storms. When God allows hardships in our lives to make us stronger spiritually, Job went through a perfecting storm. The Bible says when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow, for when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing, James chapter 1, 3 through 4. Lastly, there are correcting storms. We basically bring these storms Upon ourselves and reap the consequences of our actions Jonah was in a correcting storm It was his fault He brought it upon himself Maybe you've messed up and you're saying there is no hope for me God can and will give second chances You can't get away from God And you should not want to there's no place you can go where the Lord is not there. To me, it's reassuring to know that wherever I go or whatever I face in life, God is with me. Jesus said, uh, Hebrews 13:5 5, that I will never leave you nor forsake you. So don't try to run from God. Instead, run to him. And if you need a second chance today, then why don't you pray and ask God for one? My brothers and my sisters this evening, I do not know what kind of storm that you're in right now. But please do not lose heart. You will get through it. Hold on and hang on to the acronym HOPE. Holding on with Patient expectation. And the good news about storm is that they have a beginning, a middle, and an end. Maybe your storm has been raging for quite a while. But you know what? You may be at the end of it. So do not give up. Don't lose hope. And what I want to address right now is the aftermath and what do we do after the storm has left? The reason for this is we can often find ourselves suffering with doubt, depression, confusion when we aren't focused on God. I ask you, my friends and my brothers and my sisters, are you possessing an even-if faith? It makes a huge difference in how you respond to the dark clouds and the aftermath. Do we ask, why me, or do we shout, Lord, I trust you? Let us turn to Job chapter 1, 20 through 22. Job 1, 20 through 22. And at this, Job got up and tore his robe and shaved his head. And then he fell to the ground in worship, and he said, Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked I will depart. And the Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. And may the, Lord, may the name of the Lord be praised. And in all this, Job did not sin by charging God with any wrongdoing." What that tells me was that Job had an even-if type of faith in God, that even going through loss and going through death, that Job was still trusting and still connected to God, and he knew from his relationship who God was. He knew that God loved him enough to deliver him if he chose to do so. A lot of times after a spiritual storm, our trust in God and in people change. We cannot bear going through pain, and we often associate pain with negativity, that we are being punished or that we are being forgotten about. But tonight I want to tell you that God is saying to each and every one of you tonight that I need you to trust in me. I am the one who holds the world in the palm of my hand, and I am the one who controls the wind and the lightning. Be not afraid. Our trials are never, ever meant to destroy And sometimes God is trying to get you to let go of something or someone in your life that is hindering your spiritual growth. Rather than letting yourself sink deeper into fear or pain, pray. Pour out your heart to God from the moment you start your day to the moment you lay your head inside of your bed. Tell him what's worrying you and ask him to bring you peace You must reaffirm your trust in him and speak his scriptures back to him Remember the promise of Philippians chapter 4, 6 through 7 and it says, do not worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all that he has done. And then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything that we can understand. And his peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. After searching scripture, for his promises and praying for peace Don't just return to life as it was before Let these two things form the foundation of your days As you aim to keep your eyes upon God at all times The storms make it fierce and, But God will always be fierce 2 Corinthians 4 and 18 is a great encouragement For staying focused on eternity So we do not look at the troubles we can see now. Rather, we fix our gaze on things that cannot be seen. For the things that we see now will soon be gone. But the things we cannot see will last forever. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. And let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. James chapter 1, 2 through 3. It seems counterproductive to praise God for the struggles in your life. But as James chapter 1, 2 through 3 explains, God puts these hardships into your life for a reason. He uses them to shape you and mold you and refine you into the person that he wants you to be. He uses them to teach you trust and perseverance, to mature you and show you what dependence really means. So in the midst of your battles, focus your eyes above and thank God for the opportunity to grow and be shaped into his image. Trust that everything, even the lowest of the lows, will serve to better you as a person and strengthen you as a follower of Christ. When life seems to be spiraling out of control, let God's word be the thing that anchors you in place. Mind the Bible for his promises to you and let these words become the very foundation of your days. When things get darker or more chaotic, repeat these scriptures to yourself and to remind yourself of the reality of the situation and see things from God's perspective. Remember that John 16 and 33 says, In this world you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Understand that he loves you and has plans to prosper you. Jeremiah 29 and 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declare the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. He works all things together for good in your life, including what you're going through now. According to Romans 8 and 28, And it reads, and we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. God will give you the strength you need to get through the storm. According to Isaiah 41 and verse number 10, it says, so do not fear. For I am with you. Do not be dismayed. For I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And I need you to know this evening that His timing is perfect, and according to Ecclesiastes chapter 3 and verse number 1, that there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heaven. I also need to tell you this evening that he never leaves your side, according to Psalm 145 and 18 Through 19, the Lord tells me, the Lord is near to all who call on him. And to all who call on him in truth, he he fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and saves them. We hear the promises of him being with us, like in Joshua 1 and 9, which says, Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened or dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Also, we understand in Psalms 145:18 18-19, the Lord is near to all who call on him. So even though we are aware of all of these promises, how often do we allow our doubt to override our faith And trust in him When I imagine having 100% faith And trust in Jesus Christ I imagine rising above And overcoming Because God has already overcome The world John 16.33 says I have told you all this So that you may have peace in me Here on earth You will have many trials And sorrows But take heart Because I have overcome the world. When we abide in and are saved by him through grace, we are also overcomers. He promises that we will have trouble, but that he has already overcome. My brothers and sisters, you must understand this evening that there is a greater purpose in your trial. God may use it to help others. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, 3 through 5 says, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of our compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles, so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. For just as we share abundantly in the sufferings of Christ, so also our comfort abounds through Christ. Understand that he may be refining you through it. According to 1 Peter chapter 5 and 10, it says, that After you had suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. He knows that you need to go through this test to have an amazing testimony that will glorify him. Psalm 66, 10-12 says, For you, O God, have tested us. You have tried us as silver is tried. You have brought us into the net, and you laid a crushing burden on our backs, and you let men ride over our heads, and we went through fire and through water. Yet you have brought us out to a place of abundance. He has a reason. He knows the whole picture. We are standing too close to it to see the whole canvas, but God sees it all. He sees how everything works together, and he knows the end from the beginning. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all of your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make straight your paths. My brothers and sisters, it's hard for us to see God's vision for our lives. But if we trust in him and have faith, He can guide us down the road that he's built especially for us. I hope that this is an encouragement to you today, this evening, when you feel the dark shadows of hopelessness and start doubting and it begins to push you down and you feel that you are beginning to sink. Call out to God because he is there. Remember Peter who lost his confidence in God and got caught up in the storm, and but he called out to God and God was there. But it seems that he would have been better off to just have faith and trust initially. But we must focus on God's hope. And his promises And you will get through the storm Isaiah 40 and chapter Verse number thirty three thirty one 31 says Those who hope in the Lord Will renew their strength They will soar on wings like eagles And they will run and not Grow weary and they will walk And not be faint and For everyone born of God Is victorious and overcomes The world and this is the victory that has conquered and overcome the world, our continuing, persistent faith in Jesus, the Son of God, 1 John 5 and 4. In moments of doubt, remember that faith in God should never be founded upon feelings or circumstances. What we feel and experience is indeed real, but so is the truth of who God is. So I invite you all you who are within the sound of my voice I choose I pray that you choose today to walk in that truth believe it declare it understand it God loves you he is with you and no matter what you face you can always trust him even In the storm I would be amiss this evening If I did not offer the invitation This is your part You have heard the gospel According to Romans 10 and 17 And John 8 and 32 You must believe the gospel Hebrews 11 and 6 John 20 and 31 You must then repent of your sins Luke 13 and 3 Acts 17 and 30 Then you must confess faith in Jesus Christ Romans 10 and 10 and Matthew 10 and 32 and then you must be baptized according to Galatians chapter 3 and 27 and Mark 16 16 and Acts 2 and 38 and last of all but most important that you must be faithful unto death Revelation 2 and 10 my brothers and sisters God has done his part will you do yours I invite you to understand that there is peace, there is God, there is love, there is hope after the storm. May God bless you.
1: You You're listening to What a Word from the Lord radio show.
2: Jesus brought his love. But his own did not a riff He had no home, he was no boxes have holes, birds have nests, son of man, home. not a place to no lay a to no home, he was alone. When the crows were claiming death held no flame. Jesus brought His love to but His own did not receive.
5: Forever.
2: He was the They would not believe, just didn't understand. He was the one.
1: To what a word from the Lord, radio show.
3: Is your congregation in need of lending for a building or expansion project? As your partner and advocate, Diversified Financial Network will take the time to understand your unique situation and develop a financing solution that meets your specific needs. It's an exciting time for your congregation, and what you need is a company with expertise in church financing early in the process. Call us today at 1-866-513-6665 or visit us at www.diversifiedfinancegroup.com.
0: This is the program reminder. Stevie B's Media Production presents. We're airing live shows here on Blog Talk Radio. The telephone number to the live show is 713-955-0508. And the website is www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash gospel light radio show. Or you can just type in your browser, blog talk radio, that'll take you to the website. And on Tuesday each week, we're having live shows. I'm hosting live shows here on Blog Talk Radio, What of work from the Lord Radio Show. And we have two shows uh, on the second and fourth Tuesdays of the month. And the second Tuesday of the month, the show will air from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 to 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. And we have a guest speaker from the Brotherhood of the Church of Christ, just like we did on the show tonight. We're making that proclamation of the Gospel of Jesus Christ. Also during the show, we have the Green Corner segment, doing that show that's designed for small business owners and entrepreneurs who have products and services for our community. I also have three co-hosts on this show. Luke Gilbert he serves as the evangelist for the Oak Park Church of Christ there in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And Isa Muller, he serves with the Church of Christ in Cary, North Carolina. And then on the fourth Tuesday of the month from 7 p.m from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 to 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. My host, Kelly Fletcher, she served with the Livingstone Church of Christ there in Indianapolis, Indiana, and she had the Kelly Fletcher Show. And then on Thursday evening, each week from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 to 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, I will be hosting the live show, the Gospel Light Radio Show. And on that show, I have seven co-hosts who will be making their proclamation of the Gospel of Christ. And each week, I have two co-hosts on the air with me, and I'm also taking a question from my social media platform, Shout It Out, that I'll be posing to uh, one of my co-hosts on that live show. And then on Friday night, I'm hosting a live show from 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 to 10 p.m. Central Standard Time, Stevie B's Acapella Gospel Music Blast Radio Show, and on this show, I'm playing some of the world's greatest acapella gospel music artists, The Sweet Sounds of Forces. We're also interviewing artists, uh, producers, comedians, etc. We're also debuting new music as well as featuring old music on that broadcast. And every third Friday of the month, we have the Top 20 Countdown show. That, that, uh, uh, yeah, and yeah, that's what we're doing, the Top 20 Countdown show every third Friday of the month. And what else we got going on? We have the On Demand episode uh, wherever you're getting your favorite podcast from, you can't catch any of these live shows, just go to, to the various musical platforms, type in Stevie me Media Production, and you'll see uh, all of my on-demand episodes, uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple, Amazon Music, Apple iTunes, youtube just the name of you. Also, recorded version shows, these shows were albums that debuts mostly. And it's the same playlist that I use on the live show. That I use for my recorded version shows. And these recorded version shows will only be heard on iHeartRadio and Deezer and also on Amazon Music. If you want to become a sponsor, my sponsorship manager for these broadcasts is Michelle Marco from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And you can give her a call at 954-687-4705. The three E's of Stevie B's Media Production is the objective of this broadcast. We want to educate, we want to edify, we want to encourage you in the study of God's word. And that will conclude our program announcements. You're listening to What a Word from the Lord Radio Show.
1: You're listening to What a Word from the Lord Radio show. Show.
2: Did I heard you but they laughed it?
1: a word from the lord radio show
0: ladies and gentlemen i want to thank you for spending a little time with us this evening in a study of god's word i want to thank both my special my both of my speakers on the show tonight my special guest speaker kevin weathers and my co-host isa mullins they both did a great job on the broadcast and in the community corner my special guest Lysandra thomas that's my home girl right there certainly appreciate her coming on the show. It is my prayer that the lessons and the things that were said on this broadcast have been beneficial to your spiritual lives and, re- and your relationship with the Lord has been strengthened because you not only tuning in this radio broadcast, but you're giving yourself over to a study of God's word. So until we meet again, I pray God's continued blessings upon your lives and that he bless you real, real good. You've been listening to What A Word from the Lord, radio show. And I also want to thank my uh, co-host, Ison Mullins, and Lou Gibbons, and Kelly Fletcher. We really do appreciate your love and support for these programs. I'm your host, Steve R. Butler. Good night, everybody. God bless you.
1: You are listening to What a Word from the Lord Radio Show. to What a Word from the Lord Radio Show
0: You've been listening to What a Word from the Lord Radio Show, Episode two hundred and thirty seven.
2: Begging me way old old Cause I finally reached the point Where my God's love is on overload And I'm not about to get myself caught up Because people can't get along I'm not about to toss and turn at night Because the president's doing wrong I'll go I'll go to everything mm-hmm. On your way sinners shall be converted Unto thee I'll go To every nation I'll go I'll go Lord I'm gonna go And I are gonna teach Those transgressors On your way And every sinner shall be converted me. Unto thee Give it up, my reward's kinda looking like it's overdue And I'm not about to be distracted From the evil that I'm catching on the evening news So I pack my bag, to call my flight And I'm cruising at an altitude Cause I fly high above this mess See I got a few things to do I'm
3: gonna go, I'll go.
2: And transgressors, oh, all of your way, way and transgressors,
5: all your way. Oh, okay. it shall be converted, oh, oh, oh. unto oh, fina oh. shall be converted oh, oh. Until I got to get into.
2: Uh do
1: Listening to What a Word from the Lord Radio Show.